It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Bob Rivers welcoming you once again to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. We've got an exciting night tonight. We're supposed to have Spike O'Neill, but I did absolutely nothing to prepare with him. So we might just chat with him instead of doing a bit. Meantime, stand by for lots of bits. I mean, Ed, you've got a... You're like Santa Claus today. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So to get started, yeah. I want to ask you guys a question, each of you. And each of us turn our headphones down because I heard a little bit of uh, Led Zeppelin 4. <laughs> Flashback. Remember that? Way down inside, side, side, side. Woman! That's pre-copy, though. <laughs> you know how that sound effect was made, by the way? Uh, yeah, I do. The playback heads were up and the record heads are... They've got two different playback heads at two different distances. And they were listening to the playback head. Yes. But, yeah. Now, part Later. of that was also... That's one way to do it on purpose. Mm. But the other way to do it accidentally was that in the old days if the heads weren't aligned yeah, yeah your that. playback head might unintentionally play back something you just recorded but it's a great effect yeah okay starting off tonight i asked ed this before you dropped in zip all right are you a list person Am I a list as an organizationally yes, like, list? Yes, that's the question. Do you make organizational lists? <laughs> you know, what is the stupid part of that? I do in my head, but I never write them down. I have, I have some cognitive ability to be able to, you know, assemble a list of things. So but I usually have a panic-stricken moment when I am going to <laughs> Wait a minute. leave. You, you have post-it notes in your brain? I, I've just never been one to be very organized, but I, yep. you know, it's a picture organized of Michael chaos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, huh. I just am able to, to uh, so oh, Jeannie, Jeannie would disagree with that because yeah, she would say you space stuff times. out. Yeah. Yes. As, yeah. And I know better than to start that fight, but <laughs> uh, Ed, how about you? Yeah, I do. I, without 3M and sticky notes, I, I, I would be lost because hmm. even though I have a, a file that's called to do t-o-d-o which everybody thinks is toto um you know i don't i don't go to the virtual one on the computer as often when it's right there in a tangible way and a piece of post-it note then I, i'm more likely to get it done wow so three of us are are very different from each other so zip has it in his head yeah and probably the, what bubbles to the top is whatever's giving you the most anxiety at the moment. Would that be safe to say? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and also there's there's uh, I can judge that factor <clears throat> by how many times I have to return to the house when I've left for a, year or a job. Sure. I'm down to about one and a half, which is pretty good. You know, um, one and a half returns. And, and and Ed, you use Post-it notes. You need to see it written down. The file in the computer is no good. Yeah, it is good. I just won't refer to it. And you can put a post-it note on on the mirror. You can put it on the on the fridge. You could put it, you know, all over the house, and it will it will refocus you. You're talking about the 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 riddle, riddle. You're talking about the the guy that uses um, 
whatever that is that I use <laughs> to, get, to focus me. <laughs> right. Uh, it's called uh, Adderall. That's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm a little ADD. Hmm. Now, I'm a little different. We know this. I think that uh, for me, my head is a uh, a sieve. <laughs> Putting it in my head, no good. I have similar traits as far as anxiety to use it, and that you know I will think of whatever's pressing the most as the plane's taking off. Yeah, but it's usually <laughs> not the most important thing to do. You're more like a data sprinkler. You just <laughs> yeah. like 360, sprinkler. 60, yeah. 60 to 360 degrees. And it just depends where you are in that circle. But you know, as far as the content, what I do, uh, and there's no way to fact check this without having a millennial on with me, I believe is more like young people of today. I, um, I keep two running lists. One of them is the Toto that you spoke about to do. Uh And every time I add something to it, I put today's date on it. So I know the last time I updated it. Okay. But I can look at that list right now and I can tell you there are one, two, three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. There's approximately 37 things on it. (laughs) That's a long one. And they're all things I'd like to do. Uh Uh, Some of them are, you know, aspirational, uh, things that I want to learn, right. software I want to learn. Some of them are things like I've decided I want to learn how to make Cat5 connectors for computer cords. Wow. And it's hard to do, and so I know I have to u- use a YouTube video. Right. Others are to-do <laughs> things, things I need to pick up. Mm-hmm. Others, like Cat5 uh, connectors? <laughs> well, that, that's actually on there, yes. <laughs> Uh, but other things are people <laughs> I haven't called in a while that I thought yeah. of. Right. And so I put them on my to-do uh, call list. Like there's a person I missed, Randy Hansen, who's a great guitar player yeah. who played with uh, me in the band with the Heart Folks. Mm-hmm. And he's just one of the greatest human souls on the planet. And I haven't called him. And by the way, at our age, you should call those people. Oh, because you may not be able to. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean... Late night phone calls from anybody are a yeah. scare. If you don't yeah. call them, you might end up praying yeah. to them. Let me put yeah. it that way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Do it while you got the direct line. Yeah. And I had Spike on the list for a while because we hadn't chatted. And I thought, oh, we could get Spike to come on the podcast with us. But then I have a different list. Hmm. And it's called my hobby list. All right. And it's all the things I want to learn how to do or that I already love to do that I don't spend enough time doing, doing it. Like right. some people on their list would say, work out more. Oh yeah. Uh, that did not <laughs> make also, my list. They're also 30. <laughs> yeah. They're 30. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in the summer I climbed mountains and I, I did, but I don't need that to be on a list. That's a right. nagging thing that I always know I should do, but I just inherited a drone from my son, Keith. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got learn to fly drone. So you another don't another one, other than the one you put in the drink. Well, Is there another one. So I, he loaned me <clears throat> his drone last year against my advice. Hmm. When he loaned it to me, I was like, "You really don't." Have, he was like, "Just have fun with it," you know. 
I said, like, I don't know how to run it. Yet. Oh, he says, a piece of cake. You can't crash it. <laughs> well, he was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you had a mishap. Yeah. Well, I didn't crash it so much as I baptized it. But anyway. I <laughs> went into the drink. <laughs> in the Connecticut River at the Windsor Bridge. Oh, uh, Zip, funny. you know where that is? I do. Yes, Longest I do. covered bridge in the state of Vermont. And yeah. there was a sign at the beginning of the bridge. <laughs> Uh-huh. that says walk your horses or pay two dollars fine oh boy uh it's not enforced clearly <laughs> these yeah. days yeah. anyway so uh and then i have i want to learn how to use pro tools i have various software i want to learn how to use and then podcast production skills uh i want to learn how to write an article to promote what we're doing um I have a category in here. Well, I have gardening chores written down. Yeah. Um, we're making a little hiking trail for when our grandchildren come visit. So I'm working on the trail. Right. Uh, and then there's my maple syrup chores and writing twisted tunes. Anyway, the reason these are all on there mm-hmm. is because when I wake up in the morning as a retired guy. You need motivation. <laughs> I wake up and I go, nothing to do today. Oh wait! I don't because nothing is mandatory. That's true. Like must get in car, must caffeinate, must be (laughs) at station, must try not to have an accident on the way. All of that stuff. And what it is is, I would forget all of these things. Of course. And some of them I've been meaning to do for years. Hmm. So for me, lists are super important. And what I do at the end of the day is Hmm. I go back to the list. And I give myself a, you know, a trophy ribbon, and put a little <laughs> asterisk next to what I did. So you're still in touch with your inner child, at least. Oh, it's all, are you kidding? Uh, so. Bob Rivers merit badge. Yes. <laughs> There's it on the little banner across his chest. But it, it's the, the best. It's the joy of being alive is to yeah. get to, uh, uh, in America, remember, America's all about the pursuit of happiness. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> and so I think in order to have a good list, you need to know what makes you happy. Right. Does reading make you happy? Put it on your hobby list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't count fake news and Facebook as reading. Hmm. But unfortunately, that's all the reading I do right now. Didn't you tell me that rather than re-up your contract, you were sort of determining, trying to determine, you know, how much time you had left and you figured you'd just pull the plug and get out while the getting was good, correct? Um, so this kind of morbid talk my kids don't <laughs> like. <laughs> well, no, it's, but no, because I go through that. Yeah. Just the other day I was watching TV and this thing came, I think it was reverse mortgage with Tom Selleck. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah. wow, you know, a 20 year reverse mortgage in 20 years, I won't even be here. Yeah. Or like our close friend in without naming him. Without naming uh, Rick the government. by his last name, <laughs> Davis. Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> You know, taking out, he figures, well, I'll never get around to finishing this loan, so why not? Yeah, enjoy the loan uh, because the actuarial tables. Yeah, I, um, I do think about that stuff, uh, but I believe in under-promising and over-deliver. Mm. So it's not a fatalistic thing. I mean, I'd like to live as long as possible um and i do what i can uh, but i know that a lot of it's 
out of my control. And right now I'm watching a time traveling show on Netflix where, you know, a lot of it takes place in the mid 1700s. And I can't watch the show without going, well, you guys, you've all had your time. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the same when I was visiting uh, Europe, by the way, when we went to Ireland uh, twice and I would see all these castles that were built in the 1400s. Yeah. Yeah. And in my mind, Amazing. I would imagine the movie of being there at that time. But all the builders are dead. And I don't say it in quite that harsh a language. <laughs> in fact, I don't know if, if I even believe in death. I, I, I'm not a super religious, like, got it all figured out person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not even sure I believe in time. Like, when you watch a show, on oh, it's TV. tinfoil hat Tuesday, Zip. We forgot. Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. All right. Let me lead you down this premise a little bit okay, before you ahead. rip it apart. I'm, I'm so Reynolds yeah. Rap Rivers. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Uh, and by the way, uh, I'll recommend an awesome book here by okay. the guy who wrote Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Seagull, yes. His name is Richard Bach. His probably more famous and most enduring book is a book called Illusions. And and when I think about it, Illusions, like Shakespeare, has been written multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may, if you're a younger person, you may know it as the movie The Matrix, mm-hmm. where you are in a time experiencing a life, but actually you're just this blog plugged into some electrodes and you're in a movie. right Right. and in illusions i'm not going to give too much away but our our protagonist our our character our hero meets a man who claims he's the messiah Mm -hmm. have you read this book i've read that book i wrote that book (laughs) yes people are amazed at how much you know about that book it's true i read the best books Bob. So I don't want to give too much away, but there's one line that you made me think of, and that is this. Uh, The Messiah takes the hero into a movie, and as he's watching the movie, he suspends all disbelief, and he's in there feeling the emotions of the characters. Well, I have this crazy idea that life is like that. (laughs) That, you know, I, I mean, we have this belief system of time Uh, And he jokes about time in the book, too. I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something to the effect of someone could see that movie next week. What Uh is time but that? Uh So so because I'm watching a huge time traveling show, I've been having all these tinfoil thoughts. And I know I know what you think. But (laughs) what do we know about the tapestry of the universe? Very little. Can't cut your tongue, Zip? Oh, no, we, just, we know I was time, just musing. Time yeah, turns back on itself. Yeah. I take musing damn seriously. <laughs> You're a black hole of muse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard another thing this week that I just so uh, enamored of. I finally figured out which political party I belong to. Oh, independence? Yes. Yeah. I'm a radical centrist. Yes. You mentioned that the other day on the other show. Yeah. yeah. A radical centrist. Oh, now you're recycling stuff from the other show? <laughs> <laughs> it was the show with Zip. 
No fair. Oh, you guys have a rehearsal. <laughs> this is my first time out. I got to come on and know my lines. So, come on. All right. Repurposing. That's the buzzword. <laughs> all right. Focus. What is a radical centrist? I bet you can each uh, guess what a radical centrist is. Somebody who listens to both sides and then makes up their own mind. Radically. Oh, cr- yeah. Crosses the aisle whenever possible. Oh, like Someone a Susan who, Collins type. Yeah. <laughs> stays in the middle and enjoying the chaos by th- throwing falsehoods off to the both sides well you, you have some of it and so, and by the way i've taken heat on this for years because my mm-hmm. conservative friends mm-hmm. uh have, have said you know pick a side you're wishy-washy you, nobody you, likes you bob yeah you're a you're a wet noodle <laughs> and uh and the liberal side's got like oh you're just apologizing for the other side and it's not either of those things at all and in fact what it really is is that I believe that, well, first off, everybody who's on one side or the other, mm-hmm. their vote, their thoughts, they're all lockstep. They're lemmings. I don't mean to specifically insult you two, because I know you not, are on one side. Not all, but, but I, can, <laughs> I can see where you could say majority, yeah. yes. But everybody on either side who doesn't question their own side to me is a lemming and so as a radical centrist mm-hmm. i assume that whatever whatever i hear that either side says until you suss it out i, I assume it's not true and then uh, not I, true <laughs> yeah, i just assume it's not true well that's a more that's a that's working smart instead of hard i suppose well it's called fact checking and yeah. and then you don't know what a fact is uh, because you know there's there's very little unbiased stuff out there now uh, i i do think that you know the evening news is pretty vanilla and bought and paid for often it's also bought and paid for and and by the way um everything that buys and pays for the evening news has side effects that include death <laughs> like only pharmaceutical I, yeah, ads. Yeah. I've, I've been watching these commercials, and it's like, <laughs> yes, don't you want to be able to hug your grandchildren again and walk across the yard? Might include death. Ah, but what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the yard crossing of the yard to be in my box. Yeah, yeah. But I can't uh, hold my bowels, but I got rid of that twitch. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, so that's uh, that's you know. That's where I'm at. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. I I do know that uh, I care about people one on one, and if we could find a way to care about them, you know, as a species, that would be kind of nice. Bonus, yeah. It makes winter, me a liberal, chicken I dinner. guess. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just care about the ones who have money and the ones who. Uh, you know, our particular skin color that lives near me. I mean, Although we do like that Howard Stern signed a $120 million deal. Oh, did he just do that? Yeah. Per year, by the way. Per year to stay per, with Sirius. Yes. You For how many years? Uh, I, that I, I'm not sure. It's usually five. Yeah. De- generally, that, that he, we had the same agent. Buckwald was my agent, too. And, and Buckwald usually go, tries to go over five-year deals, in my experience. Yeah. Anecdotal, but that's my experience. No. That's cool. Oh, good for him. I'm a big fan of Howard Stern. Me too. Uh, oh, so uh, there is a death in the family of rock and roll we have to talk about. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, the guitar god, has passed away at the tender age of 65. 
Though you never know it to look at them. No. Well, it depends on how recent the photo is. No, but very youthful in spirit and, and yes. appearance. Mm. And uh, that's a passing of a baton. Mm-hmm. That makes me want to go into a time travel machine and experience some concerts. Uh, there was some discussion as to whether Eddie Van Halen was the band. Like, how important was David Lee Roth? And then when David Lee Roth left... They just replaced David with Sammy Hagar, and the band was bigger than ever. Van Hagar, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I do think the band was Eddie Van Halen. I think, yeah, Eddie's riffs, they built so many great hook hits off guitar riffs. It's right. crazy. Almost every tune, really. When you think do you know it. how Eddie Van Halen got that good? Uh, 10,000 hours. <laughs> It's it, that's the that's the meme version. Yeah. Uh, but yes, he essentially had no social life and locked himself in a room. That's uh, commitment. And that's, com- that's discipline. Totally. Uh, and probably did it for uh, 10,000 hours. Yeah. Joe Satriani pays tribute, calls him the greatest of our generation. He's up there, no doubt. He uh, passed away after a long battle with throat cancer. And uh, that just doesn't seem seem fair that, I don't want to mention any names, Keith Richards, are still alive. (laughs) (laughs) He signed a pact with Satan, you know. Uh, Yeah, and actually Keith and Eddie both had substance abuse problems. Yeah. and Ozzy, I think of all the ones, and Steven Tyler, I think of all the guys who are still alive. Yeah. Who, you know, got to be thanking their Ouija board or whatever they worship. (laughs) Their constitution. Their flying V. (laughs) But that was kind of big, I felt. What'd you guys think of that? Yeah, definitely. Get used to it. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, I, I do have, uh, Zip likes to call me name drop and Bob. I, I certainly didn't know Eddie Van Halen, but I met him once mm-hmm. wow. and had an interesting exchange with him that involves you, Zip. Yes, I was there, was I not? Yes, I? let me think if you were. I think you were there. I was. It was at the Centrum, yep. as I recall. You and I had made a record called Just a Big Ego which we're going to play at the end of this podcast. And it was the Just a Gigolo parody, ripping uh, David Lee Roth a new one (laughs) for leaving Van Halen. And that was his solo record was I'm Just a Gigolo. And you were there with me. We walked up to Eddie Van Halen and we asked him if he'd sign a picture sleeve copy of the uh, 45 of Just a Big Ego by Bob and Zip. Do you remember what he wrote on there? Well, didn't he ask for a, as many as we had in our possession? He, he wanted he wanted lots of copies of it to give out. Yeah, it was like maple syrup to him. He wanted all his friends to try it. Um, he wrote on that, and I still have it. You do. It's a great effing record. Thank wow. you. And assigned Eddie Van Halen. That's awesome. Um, of course, that was a concert with Sammy Hagar. Say, Bob, uh, can I have that? Do you want that? Do you want to throw that away? 
<laughs> oh, you said I want some. I think we got him some copies. It was on Rhino Records. Yeah. That was the Jump Tour, wasn't it? Was that the Jump? No, Jump would have been David Lee Roth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Just you're a right. Big Ego was after David Lee Roth Solo. left. Now, Crazy from the Heat. Was that's that the right, name of that's the right. album? Are you sure we weren't there at the signing of the Declaration of Independence too? <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask Marconi. Well, yes, while we're coming, while we're manufacturing glory stories, let's get yeah, real good. I at believe it. Uh, that Joe, Joe Biden and uh, Abraham Lincoln were really good friends. <laughs> wow. It's like this. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and it's a it's a great memory, and, and he was laughing, and yeah, he wanted copies of it. Eventually, they would get back together. Yes, but it wasn't very good. Uh. Also, uh, well, there's a lot going on in the news. Um, many movies have been postponed because of coronavirus. Uh, Dune was postponed to October 2021. Batman was postponed to 2022. Check two, three, four. Please bring me on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I heard him back there. Yeah, he's there. Come on, man. I'm just, I'm sitting here dying to just jump in and. See oh, Spike, you there? Yes. All right, yeah, we're going to be informal this groaning. week. We didn't write a bit, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Spike O'Neill just joins us as, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein Bergstein, <laughs> <laughs> distant cousin. Of the Weinstein brothers. Um, no, they, they, we, we just changed Dune to Doom. We changed... Um... That's about it. Uh, does that bug you that movies aren't out, Spike? Do you, uh, do you, are you a fan? Um, I love the cinema. Yeah. I love I mean, usually you got to stick to a floor in this city. Usually you got to go to a gay porn spanker. <laughs> Even okay. those aren't coming. It's a family anymore. show, here. I know, sorry. I clean, I clean that up. Come on. Well, the Which thing I remember I about, about them. Thank you very much. We're here all yeah. week. The thing I remember about you is that you have a photographic uh, memory, so you could literally launch into a movie and play all the characters and actually remember the yeah. script. That's, not, that. that's a that's a sad, sad psychological state to live with. <laughs> no. But I, I do. I, I love movies. My problem is, um, I don't think I don't think much of new movies. I'm very hard to impress with movies. Mm. There are there are very few original stories anymore. Everything's and, and it's one thing to say everything's just a, a remake or a you know f five or six or seven or sequel whatever it is, you know. And who who is it that that slammed the Marvel and and DC universe? Was it, was it Spielberg or somebody? Somebody somebody recently? Yeah, I think I read that article. Yeah, they said that you know you're just you're turning comic books into blockbuster movies, and that takes no, it takes a, no skill or some some other right. Well, isn't Dune an old story from a book that has already oh, yeah. been done as a movie? Oh yeah, Sting was in the original Dune, along with who is this, um, the guy from uh, Twin Peaks? Is that Mulroney or no? Oh, no, I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, or Kyle MacLachlan. Kyle MacLachlan was in the original Dune. I don't know who you're thinking of, but it's something I say to act like Colin I know Colin. what I'm talking yeah. about, so you can keep the conversation going. Original guy from uh, from Twin Peaks, the yeah. agent uh, agent Coop, whatever the hell's name was. I never got into Twin Peaks. I do miss going to the movies. Who's your favorite Batman? Oh, um, easy is um, Christian Bale. No kidding. I thought he just. I thought he crushed Batman. I thought he was great as Batman because most of the guys were not believable as the Batman. Right. You know, you could believe George Clooney was, but he wasn't an asshole billionaire, you know? Hmm. Um, I could buy Christian Bale as an asshole billionaire. I couldn't buy Michael Keaton as as a 
Oh, gee whiz! I'm a billionaire. Who knew? Oh, you know. I, I don't. I never bought. I never bought Michael Keaton as Bruce yeah. Wayne. Batman you know? juice. Yeah. yeah, they had to. They had to like literally squeeze. I think what they put for Val Kilmer, they put the suit on him and then shrinked it with a, with a blow dryer to get it. You know, because it's amazing what's happened to Val Kilmer physically. That is just yeah, unbelievable. I don't know if that's up. a thyroid thing or what. But what what ha- what happened to? Him? He's swollen like a oh, like yeah. a. Oh, I saw a picture of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, it's it, horrible. Is look that like Val Kilmer is, anymore? Is that a thing we should? Poke fun at, given. No, I'm not. I'm not I was. I, I led with. I feel so bad for, it, didn't I? Wasn't. Oh, okay. That wasn't making fun of him, right? Because <laughs> it I, looks like a swollen plum. I love swollen yeah. plums. My Wouldn't that be great if for? <laughs> I got a swollen plum for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would it be? Uh, <laughs> would it be great if Russell Crowe uh, did a new Batman movie and they just called it Fat Man? <laughs> oh, that'd be man. great. That'd be great. Oh, he did that. What, it was about was, Roger Ailes. What, was he? Was he a Batman? No, he wasn't. But he's one that I. He he could have been. He could have been. I think. Good Batman. Yeah. Did you see his Roger Ailes? uh, I did, and he he was great in that. Yeah. I've often. I mean, he's a great actor. I mean, Master Commander was brilliant. Gladiator was brilliant. Um, Was was he a beautiful mind? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was phenomenal. That's what major chops. That's what made him for me. Russell Crowe was beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because anybody can throw a sword around and behead. You know, whatever gladiators. That's easy. Huey Herman could do that. So the movies. Not. Yeah. The movies have been postponed, and here's what here's what we have to say about it. After being delayed due to COVID-19, finally coming to theaters this fall, the action-packed blockbuster we've all been waiting for. What was that? Delayed again? Coming to theaters this winter, it's the movie you've been waiting for since summer. And now, it's coming out in spring 2021. It's coming out next spring? What? Coming mid-2021. Oh, sorry. Coming late 2021. It's the epic blockbuster you've been waiting nearly a year for. That now you're going to have to wait two years for. Because it's not coming to theaters until 2022. Oh, wait, 2023. No longer coming to theaters. It's the canceled blockbuster you're never going to see. Time to rewatch The Office again. Mm. Yeah, that's what emailed to a chip in your brain soon. It's (laughs) (laughs) now question. Should they put out those movies pay-per-view on our home screens? Pay-per-view on your home. Oh, they have a lot. Some of them. There have been a few, but I mean, a lot of them have. I I think you owe it to the the cinema industry. Well, you can't even say movie anymore. You really got to signify cinema. Yeah. You know, I think Mm. you owe it to them to, to not give everything to home, you know, to home viewing. Why? Because that the industry is really, I mean, that's a lifeblood of why you do what you do. Yeah, and 4,500 of them are going dark. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. And never to be seen again, man. No. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. Why are movie theaters at all important? I think it's cultural. Yeah. I think it's. I think. I think some stories need to be told in that scale. When you say that scale, you mean projected onto the side of a barn size, right? 
I mean, I mean surround sound. I mean rumble vision. If you have stinkorama where you can smell the corpse, that's even better. <laughs> stinkorama. You know? I haven't been Wasn't odorama? Wasn't that one of some yes, people did? Or you know, that's true. I don't know if it was that movie with John Goodman or what. But I mean, <laughs> but, you know, does it too. I mean, when you go to the Cinerama here in, Balt- in Baltimore, sorry, oh my God, am I tracking back uh. in Seattle? <laughs> And that and that might be gone for good. I don't know that the Cinerama, which just did a major overhaul on sound and tech quality, is going to come back from this. They may, so, you know, would you say the they are property. as important, not as important, or more important than bowling alleys? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put our fingers in these places. That seems very safe and sanitary. <laughs> Citizens for a clean alley, Bob. Oh. And I don't mean the one where the bum <laughs> sleep. Yeah. They can screw that. Yes. That's a, that's a blue city problem. I'm talking about a red city bowling alley. That's kind of alley I'm back. Well, and by the way, I, I, I know I'm being a, a, what's the word? Elitist. A bowling elitist. <laughs> An that's asshole, I think. But, uh, oxymoron. But, uh, but in terms of our world, certain businesses go out of fashion. Yeah. And in my view, the best movies are already on pay-per-view television anyway. And the stuff that's in theaters for people that eat candy and popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, filler. I confess yeah. I've been those people. Yeah. Um, but th- that's junk. It's all mass produced. It's like pop music. Why give yeah. it a venue? Well, because it's like, because it's, it's just fun. Okay. I mean, it's fun. So, for example, my daughter and I have been doing this for, she's 17 this month by the way darby is our baby 17 oh, this month. that's amazing wow. and we've been doing this since she was five i want to say you know the preview and i think it might be i'm not sure which cinema which it is but it's, i think it's regal where you take the roller coaster ride before the yeah. movie premiere yeah. i've never you know done that yeah i mean, oh, you mean it's on the, it's on it's, it's the trailer it's, before the movie it, and right they take before you on the thing there's, okay. yeah there's a trailer you know and there's, yeah. and there's popcorn popping so darby and i do that and we literally raise our hands in the air like we're on a roller coaster and we whip them to the left and we whip them to the right and when the popcorn explodes i grab a thing and just start throwing popcorn in the air and people around us howl when we do this Uh, but it's something we we always do this at the so it's like little shop of horrors it's a um i mean it's it's like a rocky horror you mean yeah rocky horror excuse me yeah Yeah, yeah for for, yeah Yeah. but only for 35 seconds not for for two hours of a toast it's I a spiky a horror picture show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got a physical altercation at a midnight showing of a Rocky Horror once. Yeah. No kidding. I I That's got bad. nailed in the back of uh of, of the of my head with a piece of fruit. Somebody threw something, and it wasn't like a random throw that didn't make it to the screen that hit me in the back of the head. Somebody really aimed and hit the back of my head with a piece of fruit. <laughs> and this kid, and I was with a date, and this kid went run up the aisle, and I caught him running up the aisle trying to get out of there. It was brutal. I didn't do anything once I caught him. I mean, like like a big fish i just let him go but <laughs> scared the hell out of him <laughs> scared the shit out of pardon me i'm sorry this yeah. is a family cast i gotta forget this is now uh, we have already labeled X-rated. this one explicit yeah. from the beginning okay. uh, the, yeah. i don't okay. like to swear a lot because my mom is in heaven and she does listen my mom too but she she misses it so i give it to her, for her. <laughs> so all right so you love movie theaters they deserve I to do. be served uh, saved and so. preserved uh, but, bowling but, but, alleys we've uh, already seen in hospice we don't care about them real One, quick before you move on if it, i think it was ed that said i can't i don't know your guys voices well enough but i think it was ed that said that so many are going out going dark and not coming yeah, back right 4500 um i then i think the ones that survive should be worthy of survival mm. 
maybe we'll get rid of the cut rate crappy movie house we don't need that many should we put the confederate statues in those too to preserve those <laughs> <in there? laughs> uh, um, pop, Bob. go ahead it was i hope that wasn't your your tagline for what should be saved was your, I hope you <laughs> no hope you didn't no, play that I card heard. early no but i i had planned to ask this question of everybody and i want everybody to answer um <laughs> what about airlines should we literally print money to rescue no. airlines no yes uh, by the way zip jump up or you don't get any fish i'm tired of honking that stupid horn yeah no pre no pressure zip but you're the deciding vote on a billion dollar industry so <laughs> airline zip go ahead live or die tick tock tick tock gotta keep them afloat can't let them all right die on yeah. the vine so we should print money to save every existing business then well the auto industry saved what 25 percent of jobs in america are auto ancillarily auto industry related yeah every uh -huh. seventh right? job yeah right, right. every seventh okay 17 percent so but that I mean, was done by that muslim guy and he's not president anymore and he ruined <laughs> the rest of the country i'm talking about now but I you're, love you're this right. show, Bob. This is a great show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it all hinges on how long this is going to go on, right? It sort of does, I think. Well, COVID will go away November fourth. That's what I've been told. Right? That's, <laughs> that's, I guess we have a, we have an end date at least. Uh, well, if you uh, if you're a radical centrist like I am, and you missed that part of the show, uh, I did. I got I got to listen in early. If you're a radical centrist, you ex assume that everything from you you hear from the left or right is total bull, until you read <laughs> all of the best fact checking you can and come to your own conclusion, or until you catch it. Yeah, until you catch it and they take you to the hospital. <laughs> and defeat it. By the way, I, I've Donald already ordered Trump, my $100 coin, I beat Corona. Have you seen I, that thing from the White House gift shop? Yeah. Commemorative coin. I, a limited I, edition now, 100 American dollars. I do realize this makes me <laughs> a conspiracy theorist, but yes. I'm not sure that Donald Trump had the coronavirus. I think this I, was their... Uh, I think it was a ruse. I think it's oh, fake news. I don't know. I, I, imagine I, I, and then and then next week kaylee mcenany will say she has it and we'll yeah. be we'll dominate the news and then i'll come riding in on a white stallion like gandalf after he was turned and and talk I, I, about I, I, how i uh, i kicked its ass I don't mean to airtime. I don't mean to be Mike Happy, my new air name for you guys, because I mean you guys, <laughs> you guys get to do this, and I Mike don't get Happy. to do this. So this is my diarrheal, you know. Um, it, it he may have been able to pull that off, but you can't get twenty people to pull that off. You know, if it, everybody can't can't kick this in two weeks, hmm. and I, I my honest prediction is that he's going to drop next week to be real real sick. Hmm. I mean, and that's the, that's the, what they say about the treatment that a yes, week out, yeah. everybody just uh, packs okay. it in. Yeah. Even when you don't get super treatment like he got, he got. I mean, he got uber treatment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, everybody relapses after, or not relapses, but it, it you you feel this immediate sense of recovery, and then you just plunge. Not and everybody. He got, like he got horse steroids. He got. I mean, he got mule jizz. I'm not sure what they gave this, <laughs> but they. I mean, they, they gave him an experimental an experimental treatment on the president. How? Well, couldn't, there have been three or four other with, people that got it out of the seven billion on the planet, so he's not the only one. Uh, I mean, but like two hundred seventy-four people have had this particular treatment. No, I know he's not the only one. But yeah, yeah, that's not enough. So, uh, as a radical centrist, I should point out that uh, here were the stats when President Trump got coronavirus. 
for people with his risk factors in his age group, if you look at all cases, and that these are documented cases, not infection rates, if you look at the case fatality rate of people in his category, specific as you can get, he, ha he had a 10% chance of death. So, so, uh, so the factors are uh, uh, 70, 74, morbidly obese, and completely full of shit. <laughs> okay, that's, those are the three contributing factors. The fecal well, content yeah, might, uh, might uh, fecal, There's other factors. Excessive fecal content. <laughs> if, uh, one of the factors is he's a male, and males yes. die more often than females. Yeah. Plus, um, his family's got black in their history, obviously, right? <laughs> that's why he's so resentful. So, it's close to home. Dark, dark wood in the, in the wood pile there, yeah. So, Mike, if you could let me get in a word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I am just so No, no, we love having here. you. I'm so sorry. You bring tons of energy. <laughs> but but if, uh, and so he had a 10% chance of dying. If you look at the statistics uh, as everyone who's had a case, uh, and by the way, to have a case, you have to go get tested. So yeah. uh, uh, you've seen the memes. Trump should have been tested. Then he never would have got the virus. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but here are the mitigating factors for him. He's tested constantly. So he's not just a typical guy who got a cold and decided, I'm going to go test it, get tested. Right. So that's right. a, a mitigating factor. Also, treatments have improved. Don't you hate it when he says something? That's true. That's actually true. Yeah. And you go, but, but, but. They have improved if you have the money. Well, they've improved overall somewhat, uh, but he well, got they, the they, new yeah, super improved extra yeah. strength, extra whiteners in his Clorox kind of treatment. <laughs> yes. And, and so that helps his odds. So maybe his odds were only 5%. Maybe there were 1 in 20 that he'd croak. Yeah. With literally the, the, best, the best medical care on the globe. Yes. Now, yeah. he's used to playing it close to the edge. So when yeah. he realizes there's a 95% chance he lives through this, he goes, I had it. That was my plan all along. Yeah. <laughs> Probably had it administered. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, I've been licking doorknobs between everywhere here to Poughkeepsie. Yeah. I wanted it. I actually think there's a chance the whole thing's a fraud, too, by the way. I haven't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's so easy to fake stuff. Did you see yeah, the yeah. video on TMZ that showed him get wheezing and gasping for air? No. You mean up on the, up on the balcony? Yeah. His Mussolini moment? Yeah, I saw that. There was, was, he was I, I did not hear forcing, the audio of him he, wheezing, though. It was no audio, but there was show. Uh, he whips off his mask like yeah. a superhero, standing yeah, on top of a and stuffs it into a pocket like an unused condom with a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wow. save this for next time. And then raw dog, raw dog, looped the footage of him appearing to be having difficulty drawing breath. And of course, and again, as a radical centrist, I go ah poo-poo that i mean if you catch me at the right moment i'll look like i'm dying too huh. and then they looped it so i don't know if it's true or not but it's interesting well, there's a there's a medical um oh, it's not what the terminology for this there's a medical phenomenon that when you have to use your muscular system in order to draw breath yes as a, it's one thing to just have troubled lungs and be short of breath but when you have to physically use your muscles <laughs> To, yes. your, your body reacts to it in a different way and that's how his he was convulting in that yeah, fashion he was literally too. you know using all his muscle to and i had a heart attack in june and, and you know was, this 
and yeah. it was it was hard to uh, by the by, by the time they wheeled me into the operating room I had to literally f- use all the strength I had to draw draw breath in. Mm. I've never experienced yeah. that before ever. And no and no one should. So I can relate to exactly what they're saying about you have to you know mm. use imagine you're trying to blow out 105 birthday candles at George Burns's birthday party. That's how much air you got to mm. but every mm. breath feels like it takes that kind of yeah. effort and that's what he was doing. I, I almost really passed sick. out at that birthday party by the way. <laughs> oh, Mr. Burns. All right. Now I want to hear all three of you say we wish the president and Melania a speedy and quick recovery to full health. Let's start with the hardest person for that to, to be said by. Spike, you're up. Oh, I wholeheartedly and sincerely wish him a, a, a speedy and full recovery. Followed now, give by me the long, other shoe. Long, yeah. Followed by a long and unpleasant incarceration. Absolutely. Zip, would you say the I, same? I'm with Spike on that one. I don't. I hate seeing anybody get sick. You know, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But, um, Even if it was Putin, after a meal, <laughs> he was choking. <laughs> I mean, that's I his favorite way to kill people. Eye. So I've yeah. been told by no, the propaganda. Yeah, no yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed, what what was the script again? I, <laughs> I didn't give you a script. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I state your name. I <laughs> state my name. I sorry. I sincerely. Oh. <laughs> you see what I mean? The labored breathing box. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I've taken all I, your muscular I, control to say it. I sincerely. Oh, hope. I hope that the. Uh, we'll come back to you later, Ed. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, here, ladies and gentlemen, here is Dr. Fauci on Halloween. Hey, it's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Look, if you're thinking about trick-or-treating this year, don't. However, here are some tips if you do decide to be a moron. Number one, make sure to wear a Halloween mask. If you don't, I will personally egg your home. Also, (laughs) make sure to avoid certain houses, particularly the White House. If you go there, your bag will be filled with Reese's bleaches, Zinky Way, and Hydroxychlorotwix. If you come to my house, I will pass out fun-sized Purell. Just stay six feet away already with your grubby kids. All right. Great Fauci, by the way. That's awesome. Uh, Fauci great. is his, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Fauci is his middle name. Ed have, Fauci. You seen, have you seen the Ricola horn um, candy tubes people are making? No. Like, I mean, it's literally a 20-foot piece of PVC pipe with a ramp at the end, and the <laughs> oh, kid sits at the bottom of your stairs and rolls can- and you roll candy in this thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, for Halloween. Great. I'm thinking about the <laughs> blow pop blow gun. Sorry. Missed. All right. Uh, this week, we have another uh, presidential debate. It's the vice presidential debate, and there's a new front runner in the race. In the vice presidential debate between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris, only one candidate can take the middle ground between right and left wing. Just one candidate can truly stop the spread of COVID-19. And that candidate is Plexiglass. Plexiglass has served average Americans at the grocery store, the hardware store, restaurants and banks. And there are no secrets about Plexiglass. 
Plexiglass is literally the most transparent candidate in the history of our democratic process. <laughs> this November 3rd, while you're standing at the ballot booth, Plexiglass will literally be by your side, keeping you safe without you hardly noticing it's there. Vote for Plexiglass, the clear choice for a better future. Oh my God, that's genius. Yeah. And Ed, Plexiglass. Can we write together, Ed? Yeah. Yes. First scene in World War II, saving our pilots from the upper atmosphere of the Pacific. It's plexiglass. It's been there. The, the bond between incarcerated men and their families. It's plexiglass. I mean. And plexiglass was there. Plexiglass was there. <laughs> That's a, what a cut. The most transparent camera. That's fantastic. Oh. Uh, plexiglass is the write-in candidate for the radical center. <laughs> ah, awesome. better, see? Right, awesome. before we uh wrap this up a uh, couple of things i want to feature zip and spike um uh back in the day you know the way we honored uh, people while seeming to dishonor them was with song <laughs> parodies and um i believe this is you singing spike uh i pulled out a, a van halen parody uh for a song uh, but this parody is about an evil dictator Trump! Nope. I'm Donald Trump! No, it's it not that one. Oh, darn it. You, I but thought I had it with the evil dictator. It's a, a Panamanian. Uh, all right, you ready? Here we go. Yep. Guessed it. Hey, you kiss a few babies, shake a few hands. He likes the losers who support his cause. They laugh at all his jokes. Ah, that's Ow! because I'm a funny guy. Noriega. <laughs> Noriega. It wasn't you, Spike. It's too old. Come on, what's my name? That's not me. Noriega. <laughs> Oops. Noriega. <laughs> You know me, you love me <laughs> But you can't get rid of me I'm here for a long time What do you think? I'm some kind of puppet dictator? Like Kuka, Fran, and Ollie? No? <laughs> he says he'd love to have democracy As long as he's in charge This is my country Take it or leave it What's my name? Sing it like you mean it <laughs> Or die <laughs> Now you're getting the hang of it Noriega! Yeah. Hey, President Bush! Noriega! Yeah, Bushy, 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 Bushy! Noriega! Such a big week! Noriega! Wow, Manuel Noriega. Remember It him? wasn't me, though, bud. No, it wasn't you. It, no. it turns out it's my neighbor, John Sullivan, who sang Just a Big Ego. Same guy. Nice. Wow. That's John I Sullivan. I can't believe we haven't done... Kamala! Kamala! Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I think, I think Eddie's death might have something to do with that. <laughs> you know that she'll step in. <laughs> then we win. Coming up. Coming up. Manuel Noriega was the uh, dictator. <laughs> what's that? What's that sound? 
Brown. Gotta stop sleeping. Gotta start sleeping. Willie Brown. Yeah. Until, and he passed away in 2017. I didn't know he lived that long. I usually look Ortega? these guys up and figure out, you know, how they were killed. Right. But uh, he, uh, he, let's see. How long did he? Oh, he's in power from 83 to 89. I wonder what he did afterwards. Hit out. I guess. <laughs> really? Made CAD 5 cables. <laughs> Made CAD 5 cables <laughs> like I'm going to do. All right. Very good. Uh, one more to play. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, uh, well, we'll play this at the end. We have the Just a Big Ego song. Uh, that is the song that uh, Zip and I did. It was really legitimately the first or second twisted tune. And uh, Eddie Van Halen, uh, Spike, you missed this part, but he... No, I heard it. I heard it. I oh, you that. were listening? Okay. Yeah, Eddie loved the record. Yeah. It's, I guess it's not... You're not a peeping Tom if I invited you. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I, 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 look, I listened through my window with no clothes on, so yeah, I think I still uh, And by the way, after last week's visit with Spike O'Neill, we did play Dirty Deeds Done With Sheep. <laughs> which you guys didn't hear because i added it on okay not good to know if yeah. you'll ask but well yeah, with us talking about <laughs> outlander and yes. uh yeah. you know scotland it, oh it my seemed God, that's funny appropriate so <laughs> all right last call for uh important topics wrong show sorry <laughs> <laughs> what? all right unimportant stuff that we pretend is important spike <laughs> um well i missed most of your show so i apologize if, if you, i'm retreading all this but i i, I just uh, the loss of eddie van halen is massive i mean yeah. this, this year when you i mean it, this year really is like the trump presidency when you think it can't get any worse or go any lower it does. 2020 does i mean i mean you got to be kidding me mm. i mean it's one thing when we're, we're losing our our heroes left and right i mean it's just that's the age we're all getting to you yeah. know i can't yeah. believe so many of my heroes are still around you know and but you lose them a lot but eddie was only 65 man that's but it, it was you know he's he's been battling throat cancer forever right yeah Eddie it seemed like his, he had either well, we, it or bob, bob do you remember when we did hey, you know, have any news on the show oh, Jesus. Tongue, um, tongue cancer today <laughs> All right. Oh my Spike, God, I can't believe we did that. If you look up too soon in the dictionary, you'll see a mirror right there. <laughs> you know that line you're not supposed to cross? Yeah. Behind that was it. Oh, yeah. Man. No, I do remember. We did so many things that I'm embarrassed about right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, cheers to Eddie yeah. Van Halen. Yeah. It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly and Spike O'Neill. Thank you guys very much. My pleasure. The Bob and Zip Show. in my tight pants Ooh, it makes them horny